0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Smile You Love Us, a podcast where we discuss the wide world of teen movies,
1: what they mean to us, and their impact on pop culture as a whole. I'm Blythe. I'm Erin. We are. This is our second episode back in our new season. Season two, season. baby. And we're, we're we've returned to um, the table. We we've kind of sat all over the place, but this feels really official right now.
0: Yeah, we're at a we are at a great uh, table fine. in, in Aaron's apartment. It is Monday up. night football is on in the background,
1: which is pretty appropriate given today's theme. Yeah, today we're talking about football.
0: Erin <laughs> is thrilled. I just
1: made I, I didn't mean to make a face, but based on the way that Blight's eyes just flickered and she laughed, it seems I did make a bit of a face. Erin, would you say you are a football fan? No, I would not. Just completely uninterested. Yes, I do not like watch
0: participate in football. Got it. I am firmly in the opposite camp. I um, love watching football and am more into it this season than I ever have been because
1: it's the best way to spend quality time with my husband, well, <laughs> who watches twenty games a week. And while you're doing that quality time with your husband, you also spend a lot of quality time with my boyfriend. That's true. Um, my boyfriend and I just don't hang out, like, 16 to 20 Sundays a year, despite living together. We see each other in the morning, and then around 1 p.m., I'm like, please get out of here. (laughs) Um, yeah, but it's been that way for six years, so it's not gonna change anytime soon. You know, you know, you know what he loves. And And every now and then I'm craving, like, um, wings Mm -hmm. or something like that, and then I'll come and hang out. Then I always just feel disgusting on Mondays, and it's it, it less the sport. I, I, I'm I not here to talk about why I don't like football.
0: <laughs> We're here to talk about why Aaron didn't like football movies.
1: That's not true. I just started with the wrong one. I realized I let off with the wrong one.
0: All right, let's get into it.
1: Okay, so I the first movie that I watched is also the first movie on our list. It's 1999's Varsity Blues. Then we're gonna cover two thousands. Remember the Titans, which I didn't really realize how close together that those two came out. Yeah. Um. I'll talk. We'll talk a little bit later about the differences in like the marketing machines behind the both of them. Yeah. Uh, and then Friday Night Lights came out in two thousand four. For those of you who are more familiar with Friday night, Friday Night Lights, the television series, this is what this is not. That this was based on a novel, on a true story. I will start with 1999's Varsity Blues. So, a little context. I watched this last Thursday, during Thursday Night Football, where while well, my boyfriend Blythe and her husband were at a bar watching football. And I was just texting Blythe, like, a little incensed the whole time. She was really mad. I was like, why, why how am I spending my evening doing this? Uh... There's really no plot. I'm just gonna get that right out there. It covers a Texan team, like West Odessa. No, that's that's it. Doesn't matter. It's a Texas team. West Canaan, Texas. West Canaan. football. Oh right, of course. It's live. Um, it's. He's <laughs> terrible. He's so bad. So um. I'm losing my train of thought with rage. So it covers a... uh, Oh, wait. First of all, let me back it up. Uh, I bought it off Amazon to rent. I rented it off Amazon, but I accidentally pressed the wrong button, and so I ended up purchasing it in high def for, like, $16. And I was like, this cannot be happening. So I had to email Amazon. Like, they make it pretty easy to just, like, say, oh, I didn't buy this on purpose. But the fact that there's now, like, written correspondence of me on the internet being like, I did not mean to buy Varsity Blues, um, I only wanted to rent it right. in SD, because I don't need to see this in high def, I saved that one dollar. Anyways, oof, we're already off to a rough start. So, <laughs> the movie the movie covers a team whose star is played by a young uh, and very, like, Traditionally handsome Lance Harbour, who's played by Paul Walker, uh, he gets injured in an early game, and then the backup quarterback, his name is Mox, is played by James Vanderbeek. In his early Dawson's Creek days, um, he like has to leave, lead the team to victory. His girlfriend is played by Amy Smart, and Ally Larder plays Lance's ex-girlfriend, who tries to seduce Mox in a whipped cream bikini. Um, and then there's a really kind of dark subplot. That reveals that their coach, who's cast pretty well as John Voight, John Voight is um, famously Angelina Jolie's estranged father, um, who's like a pretty good creep. Um, he's the scary coach, and they're all afraid of him. And then it turns out that he's actually just been pumping his injured players with like cortisone and steroids so that they go back out there and play and doesn't really care about their health, just cares about winning, and so Mox catches this in, like, the final game and stages a, is like, oh, I'm not going to play unless, you know, you stop, basically, and then John Voigt's character tries to, like, choke him out and other people, um, Scott Khan plays, it, I always think that he's, a, um, he looks so much like a pen, one mm, the Pen brothers, yes, but he's not. I can see that. And I'm always just like, "How old are the Penn brothers?" And mm. then I'm like, "No, no, it's Scott Um, Yeah. So then, then John Voight leaves the locker room and Disgrace. is a disgraced coach, and they go on to win and yeah. whatever. Okay. Exactly. I literally stopped writing. I was like, "There's a big meltdown in the locker room," and and then I just stopped writing because the plot is so irrelevant.
0: Wow, Aaron
1: hated. <laughs> I hated this movie. And also when we talk about the other two movies, you know, I don't really like watching football, but I do understand that that's like there it's a skillful game. It's a dynamic game. Like I understand why people like watching it. Yeah. And in this movie the way that they filmed it was just like so shitty. Like I didn't think that it was well filmed at all. I thought that it was like a little dizzying.
0: The football scenes are not actually great. They're
1: not great and they're so long. They're really, really, really long.
0: The Foo Fighters hero playing as the guys take the field for their final game without their coach and Paul Walker is now taking up the headset. Right, you're right. He's like, yeah. Is one of the all-time great Scenes in in my teen movie viewing okay. past,
1: I understand that it gives me chills. Out. Oh my god, it does not give me chills. Um, the movie was released by MTV Films, which is important to note because of those musical tie-ins, and also the style of this movie is just so on par with other MTV films that we've seen. Definitely like Bottom of the Barrel, but like extended party scenes, and, like, crass humor, and, like, a little bit sentimental, and just, it's, it's a very MTV film, and it's just, it's not very good. It's really not. But... Yeah, but, I mean, they do a lot of
0: the... Typical MTV film where you're it's just two teens talking to
1: each other about right. what do you want to do with your
0: life and like right. well, I wanna get out of West Canyon, Texas, and James Vanderbeek's character wants to go to Brown
1: and it's Well, like... right, okay. These are subplots that like really carry no weight. They're touched on in like two scenes, but I understand why you're saying this. Yeah, there is like a pretty sad scene where James Vanderbeek gets into Brown, his dad doesn't care at all. Um Allie Larder has a meltdown after she can't seduce her boyfriend's her, like, best friend. best friend who's not a quarterback because she's trying to have her ticket out of a town be based on her partner. like Which like is a theme 17. in all of these movies
0: that we're going to cover today. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but not. I, I want to do this the whole episode and I have to really resist the urge to. But there's a significantly better plot of that with Lila Garrity and Jason Street mm-hmm. in front Lights the television show of course, because you... It's, an, mean, it's a series, and you yeah. drive into the nuances. But, like, this was Allie Larder's first movie role. I actually love Allie Larder, Like... But I also... It was, just, like, kills me that this was her, like... It, it's just such a 90s thing to have yeah. her just, like, be... Like, what 17-year-olds, like, have, co- covering yeah. themselves in whipped cream?
0: No. I mean, it, it's a terrible role. No, right? Yeah. So,
1: I just... That... Ugh, whatever. And then... Um... The movie now is... Has a lot of cultural significance. There's a lot of meme culture. I mean, James Vanderbeek crying in general is like a whole subset of memes. But Correct. then he he has this like whole speech yeah. about I don't want your life because his dad was a state champion, and that's another theme that's in all of these movies. Um, but yeah, I get why the movie was popular. Certainly for the time. Certainly with the amount of like promo that they put into it. It premiered number one at the box office when it opened. It was
0: a huge cultural hit. Yeah. Like, it was a big deal.
1: Well, neither of our boyfriends had, I'm sorry, your husband, my boyfriend, Matt and Billy had never seen this movie.
0: Yes, but I don't
1: necessarily think that they are the arbiters of what was popular in 1999. But I also think that they were a little, probably a little on the young side to have seen it in theaters. They would have been like 13.
0: I don't think, I didn't see it in theaters, but I, I immediately, I had a VHS of it and watched it all the time.
1: You owned it on VHS. My stepsister did. Hi, Amazing. Uh, Another little fun fact for Blythe before we can move on from this movie. Maybe I should have let you cover it because I didn't realize that you had fun. No, I VHS. liked that you covered it
0: because. My rage came through. Yes. I think it needed to be, I, ha- I would have too much skewed
1: sentimentality attached Ooh. to it. It doesn't hold up. It does not. At oh all. god. And I'm gonna talk about one aspect, one scene in particular that I was just like, no, this cannot be. Um like <laughs> dated itself so spectacularly. But a little fun fact for Blythe is James Vanderbeek wore a number four because he was a Packers fan and it spread the Favre's number.
0: Mm-hmm. Did
1: you I know did that? not know that.
0: That's great. Oh, I'm so pumped. That's awesome. That. I yeah, when I read that today, I was like, Oh, that is a, a little
1: nugget. Yeah. That,
0: Makes me like James Vanderbeek more.
1: I think James Vanderbeek is uh, an incredibly self-aware former teen idol. Yes, I agree. Uh, it's also now pretty infamous because Varsity Blues is may- is the name of a the college mission scandal. That's right. Yeah. So That's they clever. named that Varsity Blues, and then James Vanderbeek tweeted something like really clever that was like only there was a speech that these kids could have shared with their parents about wanting to go to college and live their own lives <laughs> and, like, linked to his own meme. Okay, that's very good. Like, he's really on the nose in a really funny way. That's bad. Uh, I think James Vanderbeek has a lot of... Self-awareness? Self-deprecation. Ah. Appropriate self-deprecation. Oh, like, he's definitely rich, lives a great life, and it's just like...
0: Well, oh. oh, but and the projects he picks are like the the I'm Diplo show he does where he just
1: is... Yeah, okay. he's it's very a funny. Life, it's yeah. very
0: funny. I enjoy him.
1: He also looks like Paul Rudd level exactly the same. I yes. feel like better. Be I exactly actually do better. think he looks better now than he did as a child, but less of a middle part.
0: I was lucky enough to be given Remember the Titans as my yep. film for the week, and. I will give you just some basic facts because I don't want to spoil this movie because I actually think if you haven't seen it, it's worth watching because it's just a really nice, feel-good, uplifting, you have a Sunday to do nothing. If you
1: haven't seen this movie, can you please email us or tweet us or text us or something because I would love to know who hasn't seen this movie yeah. and, like, and like why? Because I saw it in theaters because it was, like, a family movie.
0: Um, yeah, I, it's, uh, it's a 2000 film. It it takes place in Alexandria, Virginia in 1971, and it tells the true story of the T.C. Williams High School football team, the Titans. Having integrated schools in 1965, the city of Alexandria had to consolidate all of their high school students into this one high school, T.C. Williams High School, and that happened in 1971. Um, Yes, it took them six years to fully educate their schools. Uh, That's pretty typical of the nation, I would say, at the time. At the time. uh, Yeah. And that same year, uh, they also hired the team's first African-American football coach, Herman Boone, who is played by Denzel Washington. I mean, all of Denzel's roles are amazing, but he really, like, makes this movie. um, Yeah, he really, he makes an electric
1: watch. For some reason, I thought that the man who plays opposite him was, like, a bigger actor. I didn't even write his name down because
0: I, like, sorry. Sorry to this man. (laughs) 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 Uh,
1: No. I mean, Denzel Washington is, like, the face of the movie. So,
0: Virginia, like most of the U.S. at that time, was having a very difficult time adjusting to a post-civil rights world, and the Titans actually garnered national attention for being an example of what can happen when people stop being racist and start getting real. Oh my god, Paul, thank you. This is not
1: an MTV Monday. <laughs> uh,
0: so, although Alexandria had always had a pretty strong football program, um, under Boone's leadership, the Titans went 13-0, won a state championship, and were national championship runners So, it was a big deal. And of course, the film's message is that the Titans' true victory was overcoming their differences in order to beat their greatest opponents—ignorance and hate. Um, but football is not insignificant in this film, and it's actually, I think, the best football scenes. I don't know; Friday Night Lights might be better, just in terms of like it's different raw footage. It's different yeah. because it's
1: like in this one, it's it's. I think that Remember the Titans does great character development. Through the... To get in the football scenes. And I think that Friday Night Lights does great character development, and then it's, like, punched up by seeing this football. Like, it's necessary for the football scenes. But I think you're right that, like, watching... They did a great job, like, using the guys' faces, which I feel like doesn't happen in a lot of football movies. Or football in general. I
0: mean, football is famously... It's hard to have stars because you can't see their faces. Right. Um, it doesn't stop Odell Beckham Jr. or
1: anyone. But. Well, I mean, he takes off his helmet and screams. He's like, "I'll show you my face <laughs> and my watch." Yeah. Um, so the f- see, I know who he is. I know yeah. something about football. Definitely. you. I know too much about football. There are two huge Eli Manning posters hanging in my. I was going to say,
0: for someone who never watches it, you know more than the average person who maybe catches a game once in a while. I'll say that much.
1: Um, so
0: it, so this film is based on a true story. So it features, um, real life athletes too. Yeah. Um, the, the athletes being Gary Berthier and Julius Campbell, who are played by Ryan Hurst and Wood Harris. Uh, you might know Hurst from Sons of Anarchy if you ever watched that show. I did. He played, uh, Opie Winston. I didn't know that until you just said that. Yeah. And he looks he completely looks so different. different. And then, uh, Wood Harris. I think Harris, he's so,
1: like, charmingly handsome. Oh, he's... Stud. Yeah. Total stud. Uh, I wouldn't say he's a stud. I think he's
0: a stud. But in a very, like, cla- I don't know, like, He's uh, like a sweetie. Yeah. I think he's
1: a sweetie. Yeah. And then Wood Harris, of course, yeah. on Barksdale. Okay, so I had to, I never, I've only seen the first season of The Wire, and I had to, like, I was like, I know this man, like, how do I know this man? And I paused, and I looked it up, and I was thinking that he was gonna, like, be in some other teen movie, and I was like, whoa, no, not yeah. a teen movie. Yeah, no. And it does change after having
0: seen him play, because I, I obviously have seen all of the Wire many, many times. So to see Avon in another role, and Avon in this movie, I should can't say Avon, sorry, Julius. Julius, and most of the other uh, of his other black teammates are like very obviously very pro civil rights, but like it's it's his identity. He like has, like, black power posters in his room, and he's, like, really, he doesn't care that he's making his white teammates uncomfortable. He's like, you guys need to be uncomfortable. This is the reality now. I'm not backing down. And to add that layer of, like, he also plays Avon, I was like, this man is so scary. Like, in these scenes, he's not trying to be, but...
1: He's had kind of, like, a journeyman's career.
0: I just think he's so known as Avon. It's really hard to separate him into, like, this other character.
1: Yeah, but, like, he's been on Empire. He was Oh, on sure. He's played
0: a bunch of about, roles. Yeah, but I that, think... Avon yeah, is, is, is his most iconic. Like, and he just did such an incredible job. Yeah. So the whole time that they were messing with him, I was like, God, you can't mess with this man. He is... Don't you know? Also, all of these films are at least... Well, I guess maybe just remember the Titans. They are just played by grown-ass men. They are not high schoolers in any sense. Yeah, all of the actors are like in their thirties. Yeah, it's it's quite. Um, the guys in
1: Friday like Friday Night Lights are a little bit younger, yeah. but not all of
0: them. The only notable youngsters, I would say, are Ryan Gosling, oh my
1: God,
0: and Hayden Panettiere, Pen- who yeah, plays the daughter. So um, but I will say that the, the the supporting characters in this film are amazing. Like I said, Ryan Gosling is in it. Donald Faison is in it. He's in it. We need to have a Donald on award. I know, for... You're
1: just in it. You're 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 there. (laughs) You're in
0: everything. Um, Again, I don't want to spoil the movie, so I'm not going to tell you the plot, but it's just, it's a very, it's highly, um, highly recommend. Great soundtrack.
1: Oh, the soundtrack was amazing.
0: Amazing. And there's a lot of singing. There's a lot of spontaneous singing. It's very
1: Disney in that way. Yeah, Uh, It's very Disney. I had a great time watching it. It got, it's... It's just so uplifting. So it was the one that I watched last, and I felt like it was, like, I just, like, wasn't looking forward to it, and that was so stupid, because I really, really I wish
0: I had watched it last. I started with it, and then the other two films were a little disappointing by comparison.
1: So, lastly, I covered Friday Night Lights, which I watched, and I was kind of half paying attention while the credits were coming on, and so it wasn't until afterwards... That I realized that it was based off of a true story, which is so embarrassing. Um, but it's based on the night. It came out in 2004, and it was based on the 1990 book *Friday Night Lights: A Town, a Team, a Dream* by H. G. HG Bissinger. And the film uh, follows the story set out in the book of the 1988 Permian 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 High School. Panthers football team as they make a run towards the state championship and it centers around the coach Gary Gaines played by Billy Bob Thornton and his senior players for the most part you talk about a few of his juniors um, mostly because they become quite relevant in the epilogue but um, mostly it's Mike Winchell who's the shy quarterback and he's dealing with um, a mentally kind of unstable single mother Don Billingsley As a fullback who I was like, who is this actor? And I paused and it was Garrett Hedlund. And I was like, oh, interesting. Um, And his alcoholic, abusive, kind of has-been father who played for the Panthers and won Uh, A state title. Who is played by the very recognizable Tim McGraw? Yeah, this movie made me be like, why doesn't he act more? He he actually has been in a lot of sports things. He was in Blind Side. Oh, I never saw the Blind Side. Um, and he was in the last song. Duh. Oh, duh. And uh, yeah, he's a very good actor, and it is confusing why he isn't doing this like. All the time, yeah. um, but you know, I guess you can only be so good at so many things. But he—he's very good and very scary, and then very emotional. Anyways, um, and then Booby Miles, who's played by um, this actor Derek Luke, who's a flashy rising star senior that goes down. He takes a, a, a hit, a fall, in a. Um, pivotal game, and he tears his ACL, but he avoids hearing that he tore his ACL because he's essentially ending his career before even graduating high school. Um, Booby was my favorite part of the movie. He was really good. Um, and I thought that the character development he was given was really great, where he's this black teenager, and he lives with his uncle, and there's no parents that you ever really meet, and when he's first introduced, there's all these local news crews around him, and agents and scouts are kind of, like, flocking to him, and um, he has, like, a total disregard for academics because he's just going to play football, and it's really, like, reinforced that he doesn't need to do anything other than know how to play football by literally, like, every person in the town. Um, and, And that is, like, kind of the core theme of the movie, is that the expectations that the town has... The team and the players um, are like a, a core part of the storytelling style, and it allows these really casual interactions at stores and restaurants and parties to underscore the extreme premium that's placed on Coach Gaines delivering a state championship, um, as well as the socioeconomic and race relations that are kind of always boiling under the surface. Um, and then at the end of the movie, we watch the team head to the Astrodome to play a predominantly black and very, very hyped team, um, Dallas Carter High School. And that kind of, you know, Billy Bob Thornton is such a good actor. He's such a weird guy, so it's like you kind of always forget what a talented and um, kind of quiet actor he is. We should say Billy Bob Thornton, who was
0: married to Mary Angelina Jolie. Yeah. So her dad coached the West Canyon, Texas <laughs> Panthers, and her uh, husband coached. Other panthers, no,
1: the, yeah, the other panthers. No, they weren't. They were coyotes in okay. the coyotes and ocelots. The coyotes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the film ends with the they actually lose the state championship, which is like a really unusual three minutes of film for a teen, for a teen movie is to like have something not go right yeah. and to just kind of have to really sit with teen like football isn't the world, you know, you, like, know that, and when you're in high school, like, nothing I was doing was at an Astrodome on a national televised, you know, feed, but you spend the whole two hours of the movie understanding just how football is an escape for these boys, and it's a social status in life, and it's also, like, what they love to do and what they sacrifice so much... To do like pride and time and lives and all of that. And so to then just sit with this like crumbling masculine hearts is like such an emotional three minutes of of film. And I actually think that that is probably why the TV show was always critically acclaimed and not commercially acclaimed is because... Peter Berg just like loves to be real, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, then the film ends with an epilogue of where each of the men continues after their high school career ended, and that was actually kind of uplifting because they, for the most part, all went on to live pretty satisfactory lives, like in Texas with families. Mm-hmm. Um, but the film is really, like I said, heartbreaking in a lot of instances. But it does what I think is necessary for sports movies to become good sports movies where it makes the audience really care about the characters to become really invested in their victory. So it's beautifully shot um, and the style is really replicated in the TV show. The TV show also starred Connie Britton in a much more feminist, present, whatever you want to call it, role of um, Tammy Taylor. Just like a real... A human, flesh yeah. and character. Right? right. In the in the movie, Friday
0: Night Lights, she, you know, she plays the coach's wife, but she has, like, two lines. Yeah. I mean... Not a lot of lines. She doesn't say
1: much. Not a lot of lines. Whereas Tammy Taylor... She doesn't shut up. She could have her own TV show. The film won um, a Best Sports Movie ESPY Award, and it was ranked number 37 on Entertainment Weekly's um, list of Best High School Movies. Um... The movie and the TV show also share the score from Explosions in the Sky, which I found very moving, um, and something that I loved to hear afterwards is that the real Booby Miles is in the film as a pyramid coach, which I thought was very cool. Apparently the book was really poorly received by the residents of Odessa, like it did not paint them well. And they loved that the movie was, like, very well received.
0: Uh, that's interesting, because I feel like, I mean, I haven't read the book, but they don't sugarcoat a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty graphic in terms of, like, this is a town full of, like, alcoholics and abusers yeah. who uh, have all of their dreams writing on a bunch of 17-year-olds. But I
1: think, like, when Tim McGraw is playing that, then you're like, oh, this is fine. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Tim all right. true. That's, that's Friday Night Yeah, I didn't, I regret I didn't go
0: deep enough into remember the Titans.
1: I thought you went deeper than I did. I don't know. I feel like I... We're not in a competition. We're... Cru- this weekend, um, I had my birthday party and I introduced Blythe to people who know Blythe as my creative partner. I, it was feel like, great. I felt oh, very important. My creative partner's here. <laughs> what did your creative partner get you for your birthday? Oh, wow. Um... <laughs> For those of you who have listened to the podcasts at all, you're you're aware of my, or if you know me, my love of Freddie Prince Jr. and Blythe found me for my birthday a Cameo, which is a weird app where celebrities where you pay celebrities to send you video messages.
0: Best money I ever spent.
1: Of Freddie Prince Jr. wishing me a happy thirtieth birthday and then singing to me. And then the best part is, is that she had my boyfriend videotape me watching it, and as it was, like, happening, I, in, all, in my mind, all I could think of was, like, I, I'm so overcome with emotions, that I wish Matt wasn't here to judge me. Because it ended, and Matt was like, what is he doing with his life? And I was like, please keep your judgments to yourself, Matt. I'm overcome with emotion. It took me, like, a full 20 minutes to calm down afterwards. Like, I just kept kind of saying, Wow. It was great. It's the nicest. I said, it's the most thoughtful gift anyone's ever given me.
0: I had a blast. I am so happy how it turned out. Freddie Prince Jr. is really, he is a professional. I mean, oh, he yeah. took time. That was like not, it was oh, like yeah. a very sincere message. I felt it in my, in my bones. He's just, he's a great guy. Yeah. So if you guys are looking for a cameo, I, I recommend Freddie Prince Jr. I'm going to say it. I mean, it helps that. Aaron was a big high school crush of course, I'm over but... I'm still, like, struggling for <laughs> words right
1: now. I just, like, have to keep reminding myself to take big breaths. It
0: was great. I'm so happy. So, how did we feel about these football movies?
1: Okay, so... Well, I, think, I noticed you didn't put any notes here, so now we're just going off of my weird thoughts.
0: Well, I, I mean, I, I'm i also going off Well, of my I
1: hadn't seen Varsity Blues. Right. I feel like I've covered my, my opinions really clearly when I rehashed that. I also had never seen Friday Night Lights. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, and I enjoyed it very, very much. I'm just rereading my notes. Um, and yeah, I, I said, I said before, and I'll say again, I think that the emotional impact of the films entirely depends on the off-the-field character development And, um, you know, you have to be involved with the team and the team dynamics. And then the filming of the football can be an additional layer on it. But if you're just, like, watching people play sports, it's, like, really, really drab. I also think
0: football is really, really hard to film. I think the best best filming of the football for me came in, like, the practices. Mm -hmm. Because, like you said, that's where they're really developing... The relationships, and they're showing how hard they're working, and it's, like, they're showing you how important teamwork is, and that there's a lot of, like, train. I think training montages in any movie, or any sports movie, are, like, the best. Also- Like, the re- Rocky
1: training montages. That's true, it's pretty iconic. Like, you know. The, um, the Remember the Titans, Remember the Titans takes place at training camp for, like, a good third of the yes, movie. Yes, and it's the- Best a, part of the movie. Yeah, right. and I feel like the singing in that yeah. is, like, quite iconic up yeah. there with, like, not with Rocky, but maybe.
0: I mean, they're, like, running in the woods at midnight. They're doing all these, like, super intense drills. Yeah. He, was just, like, very, I know, you know, it's a Disney movie, so, like, as they're running, they're, like, you can hear the scores, like, oh, mounting yeah. with the it's orchestral soundtrack. Movie. It's great. And Denzel is awesome.
1: But. It so, was crazy to watch this movie, and see how... Because Denzel is, like, what, 60, 61 now? And so he's always very much felt like um an older movie star. Yeah. And watching this back, like, he looks so young in this... Because, like, I still think he looks, like, quite young for, like, his age. And I think he's, like, a very handsome man. And he just looks like... he. I mean, he's not CGI, but it literally just looks like if you just, like... Put an age serum on him, and he looks just yeah. I mean, it's he like could in his prime, kind of like I think that this movie is probably in his age prime.
0: Yeah, he looked he looked great. And first, clues I had watched a lot, and and because that came out when I was eighth in eighth grade, going into high school. Oh, so so that like, was, this like, is what school's was like high school. And I was like peak Dawson's Creek, like right for me. Like I was obsessed with Dawson's Creek. I actually. I've said this before. I was not a big James Vanderbeek fan, maybe because Dawson was like kind of a drip, and Pacey was just like so charming and fun and like.
1: Do you know that Joshua Jackson auditioned for the role as well?
0: That's wild. I know. So I never like got it. Like even watching *Varsity Blues*, I was like, this guy is just not. For oh me. yeah, I don't like get him at all. Um, and I remember. I hadn't seen this movie in a very long time, so when I rewatched it, I was very disappointed to realize how little Amy Smart's character was in it. I I, met, I thought she played a much more pivotal role. About she, she played Mox's girlfriend, and she was like, Mox and I are intellectuals. Like we read books, and we are gonna go to college. Yeah,
1: he's reading the Slaughterhouse Five in his like playbook, which also like quarterbacks don't open their playbook and just like read the whole game. In. I
0: mean, there's a lot of flaws with the movie, but I was very disappointed to realize that she was in even fewer scenes than maybe Allie Larder, and she just is, she's just not portrayed as, like, a very... Well, she, yeah, she's... She's certainly not three-dimensional, but... No. Um, so that was that was disappointing. And just, like, it's just a bad movie. Especially, I watched it after I watched Remember the Titans, which is, like do you want to know what a well-paced film looks like <laughs> yeah. that has, like you said, plots and, like, yeah. a denouement and, a, you know, like, lots of...
1: Remember the Titans is quite well-paced. Yeah. So that's actually a really Interesting real
0: turns before. and, like... Yeah. I mean, it's a little schlocky and it's, like, definitely the dis- twist Disney-fies the racism, but... The twist but... at
1: the end I had kind of forgotten about. Oh, oh. also another thing in um, Remember the Titans that I was like, huh, so many... Things are presented to you as a child, because I was, like, ten when Remember the Titans came out. So many things are presented to you that you just, like, kind of don't think into, and so the scene when the brick comes through the house, which is, like, totally a thing that I've seen in media a thousand times over in, the, you know, the last 20 years, about the the 70s, the, you know, whenever, is how casually, in a Disney movie, Denzel just, like, goes and gets a shotgun. Yeah. It's, like, it's not a pistol, it's a, just a shotgun... It's just casually behind a door. Yeah. And I feel like now they would probably make it a little more, I have a gun in the house to make my family feel safe, or, like, something like that, but all of a sudden it's, it, like, jumps into, like, Disney, Disney. dad yeah. to the rescue with a gun, which would never happen now. Even though he would get a gun, it wouldn't right. be in that setup.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, that's what I'm saying. Like, the Disney-fying of racism is tough, because it's, like, this is such a serious subject matter, and... It's and then, like
1: Kate Bosworth shakes on the hands and everything's fine. Exactly. And like, I hate Kate Bosworth.
0: she was not she her character She's, was great in this because yeah. she was like, I'm
1: she just always plays someone that you're supposed that to you're supposed a to hate. Bit.
0: Yeah. But it was like, oh, remember 1971 when the Titans cured racism cured Virginia of all of its racism?
1: It's like,, guess what? Racism is yeah. yeah. very much still in Virginia and New York City.
0: But I don't anyway. want to take away from the the fact that this like probably I was reading Amazon reviews of this <laughs> oh film, oh god, and I was reading some Amazon reviews of Friday Night Lights. So you go first. So and there was a woman, I, I guess I assume she's a woman based on her like screen name or whatever, and she was like, I show this to my kids. I teach like a, um, like sociology class for like high schoolers, and she's like, I love to show them this film to show like how people come together to, like, solve a common problem and,
1: like, work together. And I don't know. I thought that was kind of nice that there's, In like, high school, you should be watching, like, the Central Park Five. You shouldn't be watching Disney's version no, of Racism. I agree. I She was like, I don't show them the whole movie. I show them, like, here's, like, an
0: issue and here's, like, an example of, like, a tribe coming together to, like... For a common cause. And that's like, I thought that was kind of interesting. That's like, okay, there's like some merit here. Well,
1: I think that. But I agree.
0: I mean, obviously, like, high schoolers are much more able to deal with racism as it should be presented, which is in all of its terrifying and um, impactful and. Yeah. I think. You know. Systemic. (laughs) Like,
1: you know. I think the thing that I thought that this movie. Remember the Titans did very well on rewatch as an adult is show like very small ignorances and like very small passive ways that then through whoever the coach that's boring like has to like, like he has to make these decisions that would be so easy to not make. It would be so easy for you know, the boosters to to just, like, make Denzel's character go away by fixing the games and having a, you know, winning season. It would be so easy for him to not, to, like, lean on his friends instead of going with the winning route, like, and so I thought, that I think that's a really interesting way to present kind of, like, oh, with racism isn't being, like, I don't want black people on my team. Racism yeah. is, like, a thousand little decisions that you make. Every single interaction you have. So, I thought that was good, but, yeah, it's a very Disney movie. And, and I that, think that, like, you, sh- this is maybe one way, like, listen, there's a lot of movies about civil rights issues that are designed for children so that children can learn about them. Yeah.
0: I and guess that, that was like, like, my point. Like, yeah. if, if this is your entryway into, like, what should be a much more expansive and even more directed Right understanding of racism, like then I'm fine with that. Like this is, but you should certainly this shouldn't be the only thing, you know. Yeah, it's not like this in the Green Mile, and you're fine. Like, <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> oh my god. um The one thing about remember the Tritons because I know that my boyfriend has seen it is that last. Winter, we were watching the Clemson Alabama national title game. I was watching football. I don't know why, but it was on in my home, and so I was watching it. And you just couldn't look away. Probably, I was probably like quite comfortable. So um, the player, the quarterback on the Clemson team, is this guy named Trevor Lawrence, and he's a sophomore now, but he was a freshman when he won his national title. And he has this, like, long blonde hair and this baby face and these, like, big blue eyes. And, and we're watching, and I'm like, why does he look so familiar? Like, have they been doing a lot of, like, hype stories around him? And Matt was like, yeah, some, but you're probably thinking of him because you, he reminds you of Sunshine from Remember the Titans. And I was like, whoa, what a callback, Matt. Like, who are you? That's true, okay. man is not
0: known for his pop culture acumen. No. So,
1: so he's kind of right, um, but I also thought Shunshan was a great character. Not that it has anything to do with racism, but he gets called a hippie, and like he like pushes the envelope in terms of, like you never find out if he's gay or straight. You presume he's straight and just kind of fucking with people. Yeah. But it is just this, like... That was an interesting layer they added out. Yeah. They're like...
0: This little town is waking up to a lot of issues that yeah. are in the whole wide world.
1: Of, this boy has long hair. Right. it's like... Yeah. So that just provided, like, additional context for how narrow the world was in Virginia when this happened, I guess. Yeah. I also... Oh, uh, well. There was party of issue that was
0: like... I didn't love how they were like... Because obviously... The prejudice, right, is the white players against the black players. But then Sunshine comes in and he's like, maybe I'm gay. And Donald Faison is like, well, I room with you. And it's like, see, black people are prejudiced too. They're just prejudiced against gay people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's a bad layer. I didn't look at it like that. I'm just. It was just one of those
0: things where I'm like, it was this a choice for you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You just have to be wary of those. Yeah.
1: It came out twenty years ago too, which is. Yeah.
0: I mean. Again, I like the movies. I feel bad like picking it apart, but you just have to be a little more. I don't know.
1: Disney's not necessarily known for their handling of gay. Storylines well. No. Uh Friday night lights what would you think about rewatching that? Um I had never seen Friday night lights. We both I had never
0: both seen the movie. it. So I was well first I was delighted to see how similar the the like camera work yeah. and the soundtrack was to the it was Friday like, night's TV show I love. It was like, love.
1: so comfy and cozy to watch. Yeah,
0: I mean there was stuff that I'm I'm definitely glad that the TV show took it in the direction it did because I think if they had just done another this it wouldn't have worked. It yeah, you know it's... The
1: TV show also moves it up by like ten. 50. It moves it up to present day. Right. yeah,
0: of course. Right. I did love like the '80s. Oh my god. The 80s were, and they yeah. did like a really good. I was like, am I watching Stranger Things again? Yeah, like, it, was, it was really,
1: really well done.
0: Um, I also because I watched, I did remember the Titans, Varsity Blues, Friday Night Lights. So like, okay, I was deep in like Texas. But, you know what I mean? They both have, like... They're so similar, Varsity Blues and Friday Night Lights, yeah. that way. Like, I'm kind of surprised. It seemed like Varsity Blues was borrowing from Friday Night Lights, except Friday Night Lights came out later, so that but was... But the
1: book had already come
0: out. Right, okay. So maybe that's what they... Because they were bar- borrowing heavily from those themes. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, and you have to imagine that there are, you know, a few different themes in in football, yeah. but... And I, and I think the thing that's interesting is the... Television show does delve into a lot of different themes.
0: Yeah, um, and the and the movie had not only Connie Britton but also Buddy Garrity. Oh
1: my God, I was I was like, can <laughs> be like so? But I don't even know what his name is in this movie. No,
0: I don't know. No, not at all. But, it doesn't matter. He's Buddy Garrity.
1: The He's Buddy Gar- Buddy sad. Garrity in the television show Friday Night Lights. For those of you who haven't seen it, he is the. Had he? Did he play? Yeah, he was a Panther. Yes, yeah. he was he was but like a player, not a good player, but he was on a winning team. And he
0: stayed in the town, and he opened up a car dealership, and then he basically became like he started like bankrolling the team. Yeah, he's like the head of the Blazers. And his daughter
1: Lila is the main girl, yeah. girlfriend of like the quarterback. And when the series starts, that's yes. how it is, and he he goes through some serious character development. Oh, and yes. and like a serious life change, but he's so comedic. He can be a little. He's like a he's like a a housefly that you learn to love in the series, where he just yeah. pops up at the worst possible. Moments. He definitely had a lot more of a comedic banter with Coach T. Yeah. Than in this movie, this movie he's like a lot more menacing. Yeah. Um. But yeah.
0: Billy Bob Thornton, I was I liked his performance, but he definitely seemed a little like toothless compared to mm-hmm. the other two coaches. I mean, John Voight was I mean that's such a dumb role because he's so evil, right? So you know, you're comparing like, like
1: an evil troll to the greatest actor of our generation in a family movie to like Billy Bob Thornton doing an art house film.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it's, you know,
1: it, Billy
0: Bob Thornton was like, it was as if he was coaching, like, a, I don't know. So
1: I actually was very, I was very intrigued by his coaching style, because I, and I thought the thing with the film that did that was so interesting, is it showed his conversations with the press and with parents and things like that, and kind of, like, his outward facing, like, coolness, almost, mm-hmm. that he was just, like, very steady, and then with with his team, he could be that way too, but, and he, he did raise his voice a few times, but rarely, and it was always, like, the sharpest, funniest, meanest, like, the way that when you get bad, when you get feedback like that, you're like, oh shit, I gotta fix this, but also they love me very much, and they want me to fix it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, again, like, I, he built the foundation that would become... Coach, T- Coach Taylor that we know and love from the TV show. It's just like know. Kyle Chandler just like took, you know what I mean? He just gave it a lot more bite. Yeah, I think
1: that Yeah, it, it's hard it's so hard because it's like we had
0: I know. I'm it's so hard. So it's so, I'm so it's,
1: it's, it's I, I almost regret including Friday Night Lights in this. But I'm episode. glad I watched it. I'm glad I watched it, but I almost regret including it because it's just been impossible to have a unbiased opinion. That's fair. Like completely impossible. Yeah, I think like even in like like I'm watching Friday Night Lights and I'm like, oh, this is the so and so character. Oh, this is why so and so did this late like yeah. in later seasons. Like I couldn't watch the movie without thinking about everybody. Yeah. All my friends at Dylan High. <laughs> Do uh Panthers, do you, do you think Texas he, forever? But there was no Tim Riggins in this.
0: No, not not. Maybe a Billings little bit, lead, but, lead, no. but not Yeah.
1: Because he because there's no um. Fuck. What's Tim Riggins' brother's name? Oh, not Billy. Billy. Yeah. There's, Billy. there's no like yeah. Billy in this. And Bill. Like yeah. Yeah. So are these good teen movies, Erin? No. Oh man. They're not. Ouch. They're good. Like they're good movies. They're not teen movies. Like, Remember the Titans is, like, definitively a family Mm, movie. Like, I think I saw it probably, like, with my parents and my sister I think of Remember the Titans as, like, this is a football movie. This is a good sports movie. This is a good
0: family movie. I actually thought Friday Night Lights was, of all of the three, was the best teen movie. Not, like... Yeah, no. I I mean,
1: I would agree. I would also, though, I mean, and I'm not, like, advocating for varsity blues, but I think that if you want to talk about, like... I mean, it was bankrolled by MTV, like yeah. that's, like, and it was
0: very like teen party culture. Yeah. Like,
1: we're gonna. Which I hated those parties. I know, scenes you did. so much. You hated them. I know. So much. Ugh. Yeah. I like look at movies like that, not to like get up on my soapbox, and I'm just like, this is the reason why there's like a very specific type of male entitlement. Hmm. Okay. Because of movies like this. Interesting. Well, good thing now there are. Our boyfriend's are like, What's
0: Varsity Blues? Yeah.
1: Did you have a most true to life teen moment? Okay. In Did awards? you read what I wrote for this?
0: No, I okay. wanted you
1: then. To... So at the beginning of Varsity Blues, right as I was realizing how much I was going to hate it, they show James Andrew Beak like kind of only in his jersey for like the first like five minutes of like opening credits, and then he's outside hanging out with Amy Smart, and he's wearing these jeans that are just like tense. Yeah. He's wearing. They're gigantic. Tense. Yeah. And it was 1999. I know, but that's how I, um, like when I look back on certain things that I wore in high school, I'm just like, oh, I look in, I thought I looked very cool. I thought that what I was wearing was like very in, and it was just horrible. Yeah. So I, that felt like a particularly true to life teen movie. Oh, it none is, of these really movies is. were relatable to my life other than yes. James Banderbeek's jeans. Um,
0: I will say Mike's, the. Mike Winchell and his, like, his mom, there were a few scenes where I was, like, because my mom had a lot of mental health issues, and they were, like, not, I don't know, like, my friends were obviously, like, very respectful, and, but there were some tertiary people that didn't know me that well that would, like, sometimes say things, and I was just kind of, like, so I definitely felt for Mike really, really hard in those scenes, and I thought he did such a good job. That actor was, like.
1: He really hasn't done anything since. No,
0: but he, he was just, like... He was a lot like Matt Saracen. Quiet. He, you know, like, really disciplined. Yeah. Really, like, sort of an introvert. Not sort of. Like, very much an introvert. Um, so, I really... I thought that was very moving. I definitely was like, oh, yeah, I've been there, man. Like, just don't... The, the number of, like, strong silent types in these movies so was, moving. like, hilarious. I will also say... Did you ever watch the famous Jed Jackson? Yes. He was, he was in this film, and I just...
1: He plays the guy who goes on to get the state title, Chris Comer. Yeah. Goes on to get the state title the next year.
0: Yeah. And uh, I thought he was great. And he was another, like, you know, strong silent type. Like, where's your helmet?
1: Why do you have your fucking oh helmet? God, that was an amazing <laughs> scene. But see, that was the scene where Philip Bob Thornton, like, it was like... Losing mind. Because he right. was so calm and so yeah. calm. And he'd be like... He exploded. Do, do you play football yeah. without a helmet? Like, right. it was just this amazing... Because he never thought he would go in. Right. So, <laughs> the
0: minute that he gets injured, and he is now the one to go in, he doesn't have his helmet on, because he just used to be on the sidelines. Yeah. He's like, I'm third string. I'm never going to play. Right. And then all of a sudden, Billy up there was like, where's your fucking helmet? <laughs> it was right. amazing. Uh, yeah. There was no, like, least true to life, because all of these... I mean, I didn't go to high yeah. school in West
1: Texas. Like, I just have no frame of reference, really, for this kind of... Anyways, um, do you have a get-out-of-my-room award? Yeah, I have to give it to Mox for... Oh, God. I the don't meanable. want your life. Yeah. I mean, if we're mocking, then yeah, mock. I just I just think of... It's like,
0: when you think of R.C. Blues, that's what you think of.
1: Yeah. His dad yeah. is like... I knew that, that I'd knew that. i seen that scene and never seen the movie. You yeah. know what I mean? I picked... Um, I was tied between Boobie Has This Meltdown the car with his uncle, and then Billingsley has this, like, like, his when he's just sitting in the chair not saying anything, and it's just, like, a whole scene of Garrett Hedlund saying nothing, and it's, like, the most... See, for me, those were... They they were more than just angst, right? Right. Like, those were, like, severe, like... But sometimes... Being an angsty teen means dealing with real shit, boy.
0: I know. I'm just saying, like, it wasn't. A James mellow- Van Der was like, "Oh yeah, I'm being like a melodramatic little like." I read Vonnegut. I yeah. have, I have dreams, and it's like, whereas what Booby and Billingsley were going through was like, this is some shit, like, like this is some shit. real like emotional turbulence, and yeah, I just felt bad chalking it up to just like teen angst. Fair, like, right.
1: fair, yeah. Um. We have limited superlatives because these movies are really only about football. Like, yeah. you never see them in class or at dances or right. really talking Make, to Or, like, sex. making
0: out with their girlfriends. Yeah, never.
1: Yeah. Um, so, best coach? I said
0: Coach Gaines. I say Herman Boone. I say Denzel. Okay. I think I, le, I le, you made a really good case for Gaines, and I'm coming around to your way yeah. of thinking.
1: I, well, I should say it this way. I think that I would be more receptive to Gaines' coaching style. Sure, sure. And that's...
0: He knows your love languages better?
1: I think I... Yeah. Yeah. I do well with, um...
0: Words of affirmation. Good
1: good luck with... What is it? Good good luck with no cigar? Yeah. Whatever it is. Never mind.
0: (laughs) Okay. uh, Yeah. I think Denzel, just for a lot of reasons, but also just his character. He is just so dynamic. I could listen to him read the phone book and be like, yep. I am riveted. Like...
1: Yeah, he's a great actor. He is an alumnus of Fordham University, that school that you say says does not have a good football program. It doesn't, I mean, it, it does. Apparently, it's a great theater program. Yeah, they do. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, who do you think the best movie football player was?
0: Um, so I put like movie in quotations because obviously, like we said, the football scenes aren't that well filmed yeah. because it's hard to film football. Mm-hmm. But from the brief instances we had of them, I think Sunshine. Showed the most like pure skill because he threw that bar really far. And then also in the game, he had a lot of like quick on his feet thinking. Yeah. And was definitely shown to have like a a very um, sophisticated understanding of the game. Yeah. And as much as that can come through in a movie like this, it really did. So I picked him for my best movie football.
1: I thought that Billingsley was a great football player. And that's where I saw the Tim Riggins overlap. Sure. yeah. Is that, like, they're just good and dependable. They're yeah. both running backs. They both just, like, get there and get it done. Yeah. And so, like, whenever the, with Billingsley, like, whenever the ball went to him, like, you were like, oh, this is going to be it. Like, it wasn't like, uh-oh, what's going to happen? Or, oh, what's he going to do? It was like, once he got it, you yeah. felt like, oh, we're going to get there. Yeah.
0: And I will say I watched. Um, some of Booby Miles is like actual high school football tape. Wow, phenomenal! What a deep cut. Phenomenal. like I can't believe. So he is clearly like the best football right. player, but like that to me wasn't really. It didn't come across in the film because all you heard was him hyping himself right, up, and right, then he right, gets injured. Right, right. So like you don't yeah, actually you don't really get play. to see him in action, but he was he was quite quite talented. That's first. It's tragic.
1: Yeah. Um, and the best team. I think the Titans are the best. Titans. I agree. I yeah. want to hang
0: out with the Titans. Yeah. The
1: way that they come onto the field.
0: Oh yeah, they do like singing, a song and dance. Like who
1: knows? Who knows if that if teams were doing that before them? But right. that is certainly a thing. Um, That I loved very much, and there were just so many amazing moments, like between
0: Ryan Gosling and Reverend, and like it's you know, weird to
1: me that Ryan Gosling is in this movie, especially because he looks like a sincere baby. Yeah, it feels like a very kind of it. It, it like, pulls me out of the movie more than anything is to see him because he's he's he kind of has this court gesture role where yeah. he's like like that scene where he's playing his like folk Country music, yeah, yeah, and he's like this is it, like, yeah. It's very funny, but you're you're just like oh my god, Ryan Gosling is.
0: Well, when I saw him on screen, I like had a moment in my head where I was like, oh, Ryan Gosling's little brother. It's as <laughs> if it wasn't like actually Ryan Gosling; it was like a cousin or someone because oh he looks so different.
1: Wait, and the Notebook didn't come out that much. Exactly. Long after like, this, what a glow up! Serious glow up! Serious glow up! Um, he's great. I love Ryan Gosling, and he's and
0: I will say he makes like some kind of subtle acting choices in this that are, like, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if someone, I mean, he is such a weird character in He's the a weird character he's if,
1: not really in it for that much. But he steals the show. He does steal the show because there's another guy who's in the movie who's, like, the kind of, no, I'm sorry, the extremely racist guy.
0: Oh, sure. Like, I don't know. Who,
1: like, gets kicked yeah. off the team. He's just like, like, he's on the screen more than Ryan Gosling yes. is, but, like, not a good
0: actor. No, and has, right, he makes... He's so one-dimensional. Right, right. Whereas, I don't know. I just, it was great. Um, Okay, I'm going to do your Fuck, Mary Kill. Okay. I'm giving you a quarterback edition. Oh, wow. I'm giving you Mox, I'm giving you Mike, and I'm giving you Sunshine.
1: Oh. I thought those were pretty good. Well, I'm going to kill Mox. Okay. Oh. I'd also like to kill Mike. Wow. Okay. Well, I just don't think that Mike would be a particularly good lay. I'm going to be totally honest. He seems like he's a little down. Well, yeah. He also, yeah. He feels just like... Yeah. Okay. But I probably would marry Sunshine. Yeah. So that's, I guess, that.
0: Okay. So you're... I who are I'm, you having
1: sex with? I guess Mike. Okay. I'm not really thrilled about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I gave you a totally different Oh, good. Lineup. Cool. So I gave you Julius. Nice. I gave you Billingsley. And I gave you um, a character who's very, very not in the movie that much at all. Um, his name is Brian Chavez in the movie but in real life it's Jay Hernandez who oh, I sure. think is an incredibly attractive it, yeah. man. Yeah. Very attractive.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, he, when I was watching Friday Night like that, he's in Friday Night Lights. Yeah, sorry. That he's was in Friday Night
1: Lights. He's not, really in it. he's not really in it that much. He's, he's barely
0: in it but I saw him and I was like, Hernandez is in it.
1: Yeah. Um, and we're doing the characters, correct? The characters. Yeah. Um, And his footnote is that Brian Chavez went to Harvard. Oh, interesting! Okay. Okay. at the okay. the epilogue he went to Harvard. Oh, yeah. that's right. I see. I totally forgot who he was. Because he's not. I, 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 I think he's like very much incorporated because it's a real team.
0: Yeah. Um, but
1: that's really. Good.
0: Um, I am going to. I really, really had a thing for Jay Hernandez. Like crazy. Oh wow! I
1: really hit on something um, here.
0: Did you see that Kirsten Dunst teen movie? Oh, Crazy Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Um. We will probably cover that movie at some point, because it is Bananas! <laughs> uh, so, I would... Um, It'll be on
1: our episode, Bananas yeah. Love Stories.
0: <laughs> um, I am going to kill Billingsley. Um, I'm going to have sex with Julius. And oh, I'm going to marry Jay Hernandez. I would probably marry Julius. I mean... Julius Wood-Harris is one of the most attractive people across all of these films. He is yeah. incredibly beautiful. He's film. attractive,
1: like, both physically, but also just, like, he has such a extreme charisma and presence. He's also, like, a foot taller than most of the other guys yeah, in this movie, no, which for is sure. interesting.
0: Oh, he looks great um, in a football uniform, too. Yeah.
1: Like Also,
0: his voice. Like, another person that I would... Could you... Can you please audiobooks. do audiobooks. audiobooks? Like, I... Both he and um, Bertrier, like his his best friend Gary, the two of them oh, yeah. when they would talk to each other, I was like, "This is truly, I could just listen to this on the subway and be like extremely entertained." That's they an both excellent have point. Great voices. Excellent point. Thank
1: you. Okay. In conclusion, should there be a remake of any of these films? No, and I
0: actually think we we are good for high school football films for a while. I don't think we need to add anything. To the canon for for a bit, unless we're do unless there's some like girl movie where it's like a Powderpuff girls team or something. But I don't need to see any more like male high school because also there are so many I'd TV like shows. More, I'd
1: like to see as many Ben to, like Beckham. She's the man. as I yeah. can. give me all the girls. Right. Soccer give, content. Yeah, give me girls soccer and then give me Powderpuff. There's a great
0: um, Netflix series right now about a girls' hockey team. That have, t- have you told Mariel about it? No, God, I I'm not. sure she'll like I I over it. Um, but we have like we we have a bunch of college football movies first of all, and then we have tons of like content on like Netflix and Hulu about about I, college
1: and high school football. Yeah, there's teams. also like Hard Knocks, and that's what I'm saying yeah. we have
0: Hard Knocks, we have All or Nothing, we have Last Chance You, like. We we have we're Friday Night Lights, the TV show. I think we're good. I think they should just stop high school it. football content for a while. So like, no remakes. Again, unless we're doing a female focused.
1: Um, I also just want to say like, we have a yet to be released. I feel like we're just now holding on to it for a week that we're not hanging out. A television ranking where we talk about Friday Night Lights, and it's really hard to. I mean, I. I think that that show set the bar for sports narrative content so extremely high and was like so um, definitive. Like everyone was like, well, this is the stamp. This is the bar to meet. So it does feel that it would be very hard to make something.
0: And I actually think having watched all of Hard Knocks most of... All or nothing, like those sports are so much better at the docuseries. Yeah. They are just too hard to film for any in any sort of narrative. Like it's easier to take raw footage of right. a real football and team well. and make it into a narrative story than it is to recreate football scenes.
1: I get you with actors. You know I what I mean? You. Like yeah. with non professional yeah. athletes.
0: And just non professional athletes,
1: non-professional football
0: coordinators and coaches. Actually, and, that's like,
1: a fun fact about, remember the Titans, not remember the Titans, about Friday Night Lights is the, Peter Berg, the director, would get frustrated with the actors and would just, and started, like, having, like, um, open casting for just, like, Texas coaches because they weren't, the actors, like, were not able to convincingly, like, command a game. Yeah. So and they'll just have, like, co- high school coaches be in the movie. That's smart because that makes
0: sense. Yeah. Like the even the movie Miracle, which again it's hockey, so it's even more complicated. They <laughs> even
1: less identifiable. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: and just like you know, if you, if an actor doesn't know how to skate, like you're screwed. They were most of the team was real hockey players yeah. that they cast for this role because they were like, I can teach a hockey
1: player to act. I can't teach an actor right. to play hockey. No. <laughs> um, I feel like we've decided that the best team. We we kind of chatted about yeah, the best E. Life. next week, we're getting into our, it's super fall here. Oh my
0: god, spooky time.
1: Spooky time. We're gonna do va- a vampires episode. I cannot wait. I cannot wait.
0: It's gonna be great. Uh, we're doing, oh, should we? We won't we tell. We can that. tell. Ooh. Uh, maybe we tell because if people, maybe people want to watch. That'd be fun. Yes, yeah, so we're going to do Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the 80s one. Yeah. Um, And Lost Voice. Which Boyce. I actually
1: have seen that. Oh
0: good.
1: My mom loved that movie. Oh, I love it. Really
0: I saw it in theaters. In the 80s? My cousin Ursula took me. It was like very inappropriate for her to do that. Oh my god. But I appreciate her for it. Uh Lost Boys, another 80s vampire film. I've also seen Lost Boys. Um the I first Buffy's technically early 90s.
1: I don't think so. We'll have to compare notes. Maybe it was like.
0: Cause I was born in '86, so it can't be that That's much why later. I'm
1: confused. Anyways, and then finally, we're, we're going to do the the definitely released in the aughts Twilight. Twilight.
0: We're just going to do the first one. We'll save. No, we don't need to do the other ones. We're just going to do the first one. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> we're going to do a whole Twilight episode. Erin just doesn't know it yet.
1: Oh, it came out in '92. There we go. B- Buffy did. Yeah. Okay. Um, thanks for listening. Let us know what you think. Texas Forever. Texas forever. They don't say that once in this movie. I, there was, there was a scene that was like building to Fine. it. Strong side. Didn't you feel like there was a scene that was building to Texas forever?
0: Oh no. And at I, the end
1: there was like a speech and I was like, no, now they're just going to like drop it. And then they like, and then it was just the speech ended. And I was like, no, I feel like that was maybe even an ad libbed
0: Tim Riggins thing. It probably was. Yeah. So strong side.
1: Bye. Oh, what am I supposed to say? Left side. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> do